and welcome to My Xbox and Me, episode 373. I am one of your hosts, MC Fixer, alongside the one and only, the return of two fresh Chris. Chris, how are you? <laughs> I knew Fix had like a, a cheeky smile on him. <laughs> like he was, he was about to do something dirty. <laughs> <laughs> I can't help myself. Grace, welcome back. I appreciate you. I've missed you. I haven't seen yeah, I've been you for a long so time. long. I haven't seen you for so long. I, I, and the return of Matt P with you. Matt, how are you? <laughs> Hello, everybody. I'm good. No, I was busy just... looking at all the live stuff, and so I didn't see the cheeky smile, so I didn't know it was coming. So I was just kind of like vibing, ready to be brought in there, and uh, then was very upset. No, I'm joking. Matt, it's like lovely to see you. You're back. It's right? good to be back, boys. It's good to be back. You're back. You promise, right? I'm back. Well, how much did I'm going on holiday relatively soon? In a month, whatever. Crete. Oh, jeez. How the other half live, Crash? I tell you. Tell how me the about other it. half live? Tell me about it. I just want to get this out of the way, nice and early. Okay, let's just get this. Let's rip this bandaid off. Um, I no longer work for Ubisoft. <laughs> Uh, so anything I say on this podcast about anything uh, Ubisoft, I don't need to preference it with the fact of I work for Ubisoft anymore. So there you go. Okay. Uh, unfortunately, uh, the company, the subsidiary, is that the right word? Sure. Company that Ubisoft owned who I worked for no longer exists. Um, I was informed on Friday. So there you have it, my Xbox and me audience. Back to fix of actually being able to play games again. And not that they stop me, but I just have more time again, which is interesting. So if you want to support the show financially, you head over to patreon.com slash mcfixer. The one thing I will say is that did happen. We lost a lot of Patreon supporters. As soon as I got my UB job, we lost a lot of Patreon supporters because I think um... people went, he's got money now. And I was like... No, I'm a freelancer. <laughs> That's not how this works. And then you end up in a situation like this. So if you are somebody who left the Patreon, lowered your Patreon, or felt like, you know, we don't need it anymore, we do. We are back to being fully independent, even though I was always fully independent anyway. Uh, please do. If you can afford the five bucks, two bucks, three bucks, whatever it may be, head over to patreon.com slash mcfixer and support the show financially, please. Um, Matt. Where was you? You went. Where you been? I went. I was at Gamescom, and then I was back in the UK for like three days, and then I went back to Germany uh, to Berlin for a conference called IFA, which is all tech-focused, uh, seeing LG's new uh, like curvable OLED TV, which is very cool, and uh, a load of new Huawei devices and phones and shit like that. And, uh, did you get to see Corsair's monitor? Did you get to see I the not. Uh, yeah, so 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 LG have one now, which is a it's they're they're top of the line OLED TV, but you can adjust the curvature on it, so you could have a flat screen or you can curve it up to uh, whatever degree it was. You know, you've got like yeah. five percentile increments. Um, and so we went and saw that. Went and saw Samsung, who have a curved monitor as well called the Arc. Uh, but no, I did not see the one that you manually adjust the new Corsair uh, one. Um, but that feels scary. Do you want to be manually adjusting that kind of thing? Yes. It feels terrifying. <laughs> no, that sounds that sounds invigorating to me. The LG one is just like click a button on the remote, you I know, can, it's safe. I can guarantee you if Fix ever gets that monitor, <laughs> he's going to bend it a little bit too much and it's going to crack. No. I, I, I feel like it's inevitable. I don't break things. That's not what happens. I don't do that. That's not me. That's not me. That's um, but you're, you, you had a good time. I saw I that time. you saw my Xbox and me listener. I did. I met up with Sav at Gamescom. Yeah, that was really good fun. Uh, said hello to him and his mate. That's who? his Twitter handle, right? Who? We are never calling Angel Boy Sav ever on okay. this podcast. Sorry. He sorry. will forever be Angel Boy. I don't okay, give a sorry. crap what happens, all right? Sorry. Angel Boy. No, yeah, I know you're talking Met about. up with Angel Boy and his mate yeah. who are, uh, they're at uni and they're devving, uh, they're, yeah, they're devs. They're making themselves a little game at uni. And um, and so they yeah. were out there chatting to other Angel devs. Boy. Stealing it's all the crazy. things. Crash, it's mad. Because yeah. Angel Boy was in Crash's chat, first of all. That's how I met Angel Boy. Then obviously he was in my chat as well. We spoke, I got to meet him at EGX a few times. And then it's weird that we've now met Angel Boy before Crash has met Angel Boy. Yeah, true. Yeah. <laughs> it's not really. He's in the UK. I'm in America. Yeah, but he's, you know, I when I think Angel Boy, next thing I think of, 
crash. Mm, interesting. I mean, that's why. Right that's why. <laughs> interesting. Um, but yes, Gamescom was mad, and and those those last couple of days of Gamescom when they let the public in, when they let the pubes in. Oh my oh, god! Wow, too much. Horrible. Too much effort. Oh, peasants. I can't believe and, it. It's gross. <laughs> like seventy five percent of my team that came home got COVID. So. Oh, it's been a busy week good? when they've all been off with COVID, and so. But I was fine, yeah. I mean, I had COVID okay. probably three months ago, maybe, and so maybe I had that like okay. super immunity. All right. COVID? <laughs> What's that? Never heard of it. Guys, yeah. Patreon producer this month, Aaron Garden, F and H Paul. Thank you very much for supporting the show financially. I appreciate you guys. Uh, I forgot to say it, but I'll say it now. Uh, remember to go subscribe on YouTube, youtube.com slash my Xbox and me and all podcast services. Um, we did some reaction streams, me and Crash, and we had our guest Despawn Games, Paul Despawn, uh, on uh, you know, on the channel. We did some we did the Disney uh game showcase reaction, and we did the Ubisoft Forwards reaction. We need your help silence isn't an option we want to know <laughs> if you would like us to move the live reactions over to twitch or if you're happy by the way right now we could do it on both simultaneously sure. we could but i, ne- I want to know if you guys want to see gameplay streams on twitch live reactions on twitch is twitch the place to be right now i understand youtube right now for big content creators 100% the place to be. 1000%. Yeah. I understand what's going on. But for us, we're only small. We averaged about 20 last night for the Ubisoft stream, which, you know, not terrible, not great. Um, let us know. Please do let us know. If you're someone who watches live streams, not only that, if we end up doing, finding the platform we want to do it on, I said to Crush, and, you know, don't, don't take my word for it because, again, I say a lot of stuff, but you know, possibly another My Xbox and Me weekly where we do like a Q&A session. Don't worry, Matt, not for you. Don't calm down. We understand. No, no, I can do that. We can make happen. But like, there's a lot, there's a lot going on right now. So I feel like finding where we want to be, where we want to build our community, where we, where we want to build that is super important. So we can only do that with your help by you telling us where you'd rather watch the content. To be honest with you, and don't worry, Fix won't yell at you if you pick the one he doesn't want to be on. I don't. He I mind. may have. I have my preference, but I wouldn't be annoyed if if someone if if people decide they prefer it on YouTube, I wouldn't be annoyed by it. It's just something I've got to get over, and we've learned there is ways around the problems that I currently have. So yeah, we saw it. Hola. Uh, can we put a poll in the Discord? Is that a thing? Is that do we have the technology? I think we should do a poll on. Yeah, you're right. Discord is better, but Discord's maybe better we Twitter. do a straw poll and we'll put the link only in Discord for people. Okay. Why? What's wrong, Matt? No, What's nothing. Oh, nothing. Okay. That was just a yeah. funny face I was pulling. <laughs> right, let's jump into the topic of the show this week, lads. Ubisoft Forward. Uh, we watched an hour of Ubisoft content. Well, out of an hour and a half of Ubisoft content uh, with the pre-show, which the pre-show was... Nothing doesn't doesn't really matter if we're being yeah. honest. Doesn't really matter. Um, before we get into the nitty gritty stuff that was shown, Matt, have you had a chance to check it out? So I watched your guys's reaction stream. I'll be perfectly honest with you. I skipped through most of it. Okay, because you know, you, we know what we were there for. That's Don't give great. us an hour and a half wrong. of skull and bones and Mary rabbits. I'm skipping through that shit. Hmm, interesting. Interesting. Well, from a production point of view, what did you think? I, I thought it was good. Like from yes, I, I actually think from a production, eh, eh. like they, like they're going with this whole like green screen vibe now, right? Like the yeah. Disney showcase was the yeah. same. I thought the Disney showcase looked fucking great. Blessing. Oh my god, what a handsome man! We'll incredible. Get, we'll get to the Disney showcase. Right, I'm sorry. Matt. I'm sorry. Um, but yeah, it, look, it's impressive what they do in their little virtual worlds, isn't it? It's it's cool. Fair enough. Crash. How did you find it, Payton? Look, uh, pacing was fine. Look was fine. Like I, it, I, we talked about it yesterday, and I said it was a little bit too long, having been away from it and not considering, not counting the pre-show. Like I think it was fine for Ubisoft Forward. They hit all the notes they needed to hit. They hit some of their like smaller titles, some of their ongoing titles, because that's a big part of what Ubisoft is now yeah. as well. Um, so I, I thought it was good. I thought it was fine. Um, was it amazing? No, but I don't think Ubisoft Forward's 
have generally ever been like the most exciting thing. I think that's fair. I think at the end of the day, I think when it comes to a Ubisoft forward, we know what to expect from it. We know what we're getting. We know there's going to be some just dance. We know there's going to be some music, some music put in there somewhere. Um, I will say, I think I prefer the forward showcases way more than I do their E3 shows. I think I much prefer. Oh, Chris disagrees. No, I think they're the same. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, I I would actually argue that the E3 showcase is more entertaining because they have the just dance bits. I hate those bits though. I always <laughs> I, hate hate, I, I hate those too, but watching this year and I was like, there's no fun moments. Oh my god. Instead I no. had to see uh, skull and bones. So th- let's get through what, what was actually shown at the showcase. Uh it kicked off with Mario Rabbids. No one cares about that on this podcast. Um then we went into Skull and Bones, which was a deeper dive look kind of it was kind of more of what we've already seen yeah they were trying to they were trying to say oh look look at all the customization and look at all the it it seemed to me they were trying to show a story of some sort and there's something going on but i just didn't care they they were trying to build a narrative and it could be just one of those things where they're building an RP narrative for the player to go through as they're playing the game, um, as opposed to like an actual narrative, not RP like fix Matt. You don't gotta open your eyes when I'd like that. Yeah, in, in 12 months' time, Fix is doing sea shanty gigs yeah. all over the seven seasons. Um, it was, they are also like really trying to sell you on like this is the pirate game, and I'm like, that just doesn't like being on a ship just does not look like the pirate game to me. No. I'd rather play I'd rather go back to Black Flags or go and play some Sea of Thieves if I really wanted to. Yeah. You've yeah. You've got definitive pirate games out there. Like that that sort of imbue all that chaos in Sea of Thieves. Um, or just like a really cool badass story in in Black Flag. And so this feels like the worst <laughs> elements of those games. And they made a whole game out of it, and uh, I don't get it. I don't. Excited. I don't get. It. I've no. I haven't been excited from day one. I, I was intrigued to play it. I guess. Um, sure. And I guess I still will check it out uh, when it does come because I don't think there's much coming out around it. But yeah, this 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 showcase for it did did nothing for me. Nothing for me at all. Moving on, we went through uh, Riders Republic. Obviously, they've got their brand new season starting on Tuesday. How do I know? Because I was meant to be playing it on Tuesday. Mm. Uh, the new did. BMX, the new BMX season. Uh, I'm actually, the thing is, I played I played some Riders when I was working uh, for GTV, and I actually had a good time with it. So I was kind of looking forward to checking out this BMX stuff. So I think I still might. It's free to play. Uh, it looks like it is quite a decent size update for the game. Um, it done what it needed to do at the end of the day, which was show off the new content and speak to the audience that's there, which is, again, we've got more content coming for you guys. Here it is, BMX Season 4. Boom. Boom. I have nothing to add. No. (laughs) Uh, We carried on with some Tom Clancy's Division 2. Season 10 and 11 will continue to be supported. So the game will continue to be supported through seasons 10 and 11. Um, Again, I think this is another one which we spoke about on the show, which is like, to maybe me, you, and someone listening right now, you probably don't care. But to the people that are still diehard playing Division 2, which there must still be people because they wouldn't be creating this much content for a game that is dead. No way. Um, I think this is big. The only thing for me is none of what they showed to me was interesting enough to bring me back. And I was a division player. I don't think that's the goal of it. If I'm going to be honest, I think it is. It's sort of like when you see a majority of Destiny stuff at this point, it is for the Destiny fans and sort of the hope that they get other people to play the game as opposed to like, we're going to pivot our marketing towards. Because every time a game like this tries to do that, I feel like it always fails and both sides end up just sort of like, eh, that's not great. Yeah. uh, The difficulty is it's diminishing returns, right? Like, the, the the player count is only going to drop off, right? Like, you might get a little bump and stuff like this, but, like, it's only going to keep heading one direction, right? No, I don't think so. Um, just, like, 
if you if you look at Destiny, uh, Destiny has its biggest player base right now, uh, currently. Yeah, uh, yeah, okay, well, yeah. Destiny's yeah, right. a different beast, though. I've, I no, no, absolutely. I'm just saying that, like, that there is that possibility to, like, grow mm. it back. Is this going to do it? Maybe not. But I'm sure that Ubisoft knows internally, like, the fact that we saw this, but there's still a content coming for Wildlands, but we didn't see Wildlands at all here. So that yeah. shows you, like, Division probably yeah, has yeah. more gas than something like Wildlands right now. Sure. And like you say, people have to be playing it. It has to be profitable. Otherwise, yeah. it wouldn't still be going, right? And so there must be something going on. But it, yeah. do you think we get Division 3 anytime no, in not a reasonable future? Soon. Really? No, no, because of the next thing that I'm about to talk about, which is the Division's Heartland. Uh, Division Heartland, which is their free... Am I getting this the right way around? Yeah, this is the free, free to, to play. play division game um developed by a completely different studio um it looked more Rough. condensed yeah because what they talked about they talked about multiplayer and dark zone or was that the or was yeah. that the no, they, mobile they one that. no they mentioned yeah. That as well. yeah um so it it's i'm gonna hope that they start off small and then expand um because i think if they're trying to sort of do this to replace division and they try and overload it with a whole bunch of content i think you could really miss the step where like they work on the cores they get the cores working and then they slowly add more content um even though i, I imagine there'll be some hardcore division fans who are like i don't like this and i think that's kind of the point it's not supposed to be for them they have division two yeah it <sighs> It's a hard one, right? Because again, I can see what they're doing with like the the divisions content. I'm just we're gonna talk about the mobile game in just a second, and um, it's just like this one seems so out of place if they're gonna continue to develop for Division Two. I feel like no one is gonna play Heartland and then go, "Oh, that was so much fun. Let me go play Division Two now." Sure. Like, surely they're very similar games in terms of its end game and things like that right like it's just a different yeah i don't similar gameplay it didn't look as graphically pleasing to me i think that's the point i think you have a less graphically intense game more people can play the game and it's free to play okay like you you're aiming for like a wider um spread of people playing the game it's like valorant when that came out i know that's not on console but that doesn't look like an amazing game and the purpose is more people can play the game. Looks a lot better than this, let's be honest. That's, this game isn't out yet, <laughs> but you're not wrong. I'm more likely to jump into this than I am season 11 or season 10 of Division 2, right? And so yeah, I guess that's what they want. They want people who have lapsed from Division to go, oh, there's a new Division thing for me to check out. And it's I will, accessible. yeah. I will probably play this at some point yeah, whenever it launches. Yeah, not 100%. Yeah. Uh, we'll get caught up in the hype of the fact there's a new game come out. We'll probably play it for a weekend, burn through all the content, and then be like, eh, it was fine. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. The one thing that worries me, free-to-play, what's the monetization like? I don't yeah. Think, I, don't, I have a bad thing that's not just going to be cosmetical. Yeah, I think that's the big question. Um, I think the mobile one, I'd be very, very worried about. I think the general free-to-play one is up in the air for me. Um, Because we haven't really seen, unless I'm mistaken, correct me if I'm wrong, we haven't really seen a Ubisoft free-to-play game, right? Well, all the ones they put out, they end up killing. Exactly, yeah, yeah. So... Battle Royale shooter. Hyper, uh, hyperscape or whatever. Killed. They had that other tactical shooter thing that was similar to Siege-like. That which that never killed. released. That they never... never... Released, they killed that as well. Which yeah. Like, the, the reason I go... They killed it. Okay, they killed it probably because there was no hype around it, but also because they probably... I, this is me speaking completely out of my butt cheeks, by the way. Um, was it a case of how do we monetize this? Without, mm. without, without getting the... Every free-to-play game is there's only one way that there's only one way that gamers now currently accept monetization in free-to-play games which is cosmetic the problem is if your game isn't interesting no one is buying the cosmetics you need a game that has a long tail to even even ea with apex not apex um anthem do you remember obviously that's not free to play but there was the same thing was like oh no monetization but skins and it's like yeah but no one this game no one cares like yeah you have to make me care about the game before you try to sell me something in a free to play. And I think mm-hmm. that's what Fortnite was amazing at. God damn, yeah. 
Next no, up was... Um, I don't... Oh, sorry, go on. My bad. Go on, I was go just going to say, I I don't disagree. I do think that generally monetization in free-to-play games are very, very difficult. You say like it's only acceptable in cosmetics. There are games uh, that survive off of non-cosmetic microtransactions, um, primarily like gotcha games and stuff like that. Genshin Impact yeah. has yeah. minimal cosmetics and stuff like that. Um, but... I don't think obviously that wouldn't work in something like division, uh, especially because division has so much like PVP elements that it's even <laughs> harder to imagine what you do. Cause if you do something that's slightly pay to win, it is literally pay to win. Cause there's a huge PVP element to it. Yeah. It's a, it's a hard one. It's a hard one to balance. I'm sure from a company's perspective as well, it's really hard to get right. Next up, the Division Resurgence. Uh, this is the mobile game. Again, we don't really cover mobile here. It looks like a Division game on mobile, to be honest with you. Sure. Yeah. Uh, same thing goes for Rainbow Six Mobile. Um, exactly the same. It looks like Rainbow. I have to give yeah. them that, but a lesser version on mobile is what it looks like. Uh, the next piece of news was Trackmania that is coming to consoles. Um, you've got, I think they said like over 200,000 created courses uh, that have already been made on PC that they'll be bringing over to console day one. Um, Trackmania is a fun game if you're into those games, but it's not a game that's going to move the needle during a showcase, let's be honest. Yeah. I I don't think that was the purpose of it there either, to be honest. No. I think it was... I, I think I think Ubisoft did a very good job of like spreading out its less interesting or smaller titles so that they weren't all on top of each other. Um, like I think honestly, Riders Republic, Skull and Bones, Trackmania, somewhere else, and like that's it. Like I think they did a very good job with the pacing of keeping stuff interested and their big titles. Yeah, I'd agree. Uh, next up, we had Just Dance twenty twenty three, which Just Dance, it'll be okay. Online co op now. Yeah, Huge. that was the big selling point, which was online co-op. You can still play it on your phone. So, I mean, to be fair, I don't. It's not gonna. This is not gonna happen. It's like I don't. I don't care. No one. There's not that many people that are gonna care about this. But if you were a mum who likes doing Zumba and stuff like that with your friends, this is a great alternative. If you don't like leaving the house, I had a friend who recently moved to to my town that I currently live in. Went over to her house to see her new flat. She had a Wii Fit balance board. Yeah, yeah. Ready to go. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> and, uh, she's still rocking the Wii Fit balance board. So you know what? There are people no, there's there definitely, there's definitely people out there. Sort of stuff. The thing is, people love a peripheral, though. So I get the Wii Fit balance board, to be fair. I guess. I guess. I was like, when's the yeah. last time you skied? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Throw it away. Uh, next up, which is the things we cared about, they transitioned here into the Assassin's Creed showcase, um, which I thought was showcase a very section. smart uh, thing to do. Obviously, there was a bunch of build-up to this. It is the Assassin's Creed 15-year anniversary. They were very much celebrating, to be fair to them, they were very much celebrating fans. They were celebrating the culture of Assassin's Creed, what it's done for gaming. They announced a uh, documentary uh, and things like that. They mentioned GTV. Um, yeah, it was uh, It was interesting. It was definitely, definitely interesting. But the thing we cared about, uh, which was the main, this could have easily have ended with justice, and I'm glad it didn't, but Assassin's Creed Mirage uh, was announced. Um, we got to see it. Crash, what did you think of what we got to see, first of all? Uh, I like the cinematic trailer. I think it was really good. Uh, as far as Assassin's Creed cinematic trailers go, I think it was really good. Uh, I don't think I liked it as much as Valhalla's. Um, sick. Yeah, uh, I like the setting piece. It seems it seems to be very reminiscent of a mix of Assassin's Creed one and two for me yep. in this really interesting way, which I think looks cool and hopefully is cool. Um, I don't know how I feel about the main character of it, but to talk about that would be spoiler stuff. And I'm not going to talk about that. Thank you. I, I haven't finished it and I don't want it spoiled. I. What I'm saying is, <clears throat> sorry, they talked about it during the showcase. He's introduced in the first five hours of Valhalla, 
And so yes. like you you know of this character and so they're linking it to Valhalla. So wait, wait, wait. Yeah. But there's more from sorry, I've got through the first five hours again previously, so it's still fresh in my mind. Is once Please he then. leaves on the horse from when you get to England, is that all you see of him or does he come back? You see more of him. Oh, okay. So yeah, don't spoil that stuff. Then. Yeah, but I like the fact that during that again, this is why I love doing these watch alongs and things like that. Um I didn't realize it was him first of all. So it was only Crash and Deep that pointed it out to me. And I said this during the live stream, and I'll say it again here, which is like, I think it's actually really smart and very cool of them of what they're doing with this. If this is the game that takes the series back to what Crash wants in yeah. terms of um, stealthy and all the, I think it makes perfect sense coming off of Valhalla as well. And I, I won't be annoyed by it because it won't, I'll understand it a little bit more because we're jumping backwards in timeline as well, right? In time, we're jumping backwards. This is yeah. This is the. It's very interesting to me. I think they're doing a really good job of capitalizing on what makes Assassin's Creed interesting, which is the time period. And I don't know if you've read any additional info on what Infinity is exactly because they've talked more wow. about it. So Infinity is essentially the um, main, t- like the current time. And that's where all the modern stuff will take place is in Infinity. And it'll be a connection to all the other games they put out. So it'll essentially be like a live service hub world of sorts for all their other games, Um, which I really like because that means that some of these games on their own can focus more on the time periods and sort of if you don't necessarily care about that modern time, I'm hoping you don't have to interact with it. Cause I think a lot of times in a lot of the games, it is some of the most boring parts of those games. Anything of outside of the NMS is terrible. Yeah. And I think it's interesting that in, in the cinematic trailer, they didn't hint to any of that at all, you know, like in the, in the, in the cinematic <laughs> mirage. They never do in the cinematics to be nah. fair. No, I know, I know. But but like a lot of what that cinematic trailer was doing was supposed to be invoking Assassin's Creed 1. Like that and, and yeah. that feeling yes. in you, right? Like the fact that he never really straight up attacks anybody other than with the hidden blade. Like it's all counters and it's all traps and it's all using their own weapons against them. Like it's it, that feels like Assassin's Creed 2 to me, right? Like the claustrophobia of those narrow city streets and being outnumbered and properly parkouring away that feels like Assassin's Creed 2. And and I feel like I've been burned before. Like, like I feel like every iteration Absolutely. since Origins, they've talked about going yeah. back to their Origins and they haven't done it. Um, and so maybe I'll be in the same boat when I, this comes out. But I mean, I, I got excited for it. Yeah, no, I'm with you. And I think they've set themselves up in a way, um, story-wise, where they can do that as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. With having Codename Red and then Codename Hex, which, or well, was it Hexay? Okay. Which, <laughs> they seem to go be going into different pockets for these games, which I think is yeah. very cool. Yeah, yeah I agree. I, I think Sorry, go on. With, with this is that I, I felt, and we spoke about it again on the on the live stream, which was like it felt very Aladdinish. Yeah. And I love and I loved Aladdin as a child. It's it's one of my favorite uh, IPs, and anything that lets me imagine that as well. I'm like, oh, okay, that's cool. I've got something that as a touchstone for me. The timepiece where we are and the characters is what matters the most right and i never cared about paris i never really cared about um china when they went there in liberation i never cared about black flag it's this is interesting Uh, to me though liberation was not china liberation what one was liberation liberation uh liberation was the vita one if i'm not mistaken yeah was i not in china no that was the one where you play as the uh it was the black female main character no i think you're thinking of a psp game that was freedom cry yeah and off of black flag black flag huh okay i think no that uh, does do you know what boys it, it doesn't, doesn't matter, matter. Doesn't matter. Matter. Well, <laughs> I met, anyway yeah. um i mean in- i'm interested in this my rise looks interesting and 2023 i think they said fall if i'm not mistaken mm. um no, I don't fall. think they might not have said it. It might be the rumors fault. I think um, just twenty twenty three. So yeah, huh. but even um, even like the the thing of him cutting off his finger, I was like, they know what they're doing. They know they're trying to make us feel like it's Assassin's Creed one and two again. Just don't yeah. burn me, Ubisoft. <laughs> don't be that guy. <laughs> I honestly, I, I think this is the most 
they've really gone to tell us like this is the original like type of assassin's creed and that's either going to be like very accurate to it or it's just going to be like we just wanted to pull you guys in you guys are suckers and fell for it break my heart i can feel it really burn the audience again though yes yeah there's a whole new audience for assassin's creed at this point this is it so, be, so, you know okay let me talk from my experience yeah i did yeah. The, i did the streams on the ubisoft channel uh playing through multiple assassin's creed games the chat was always yeah i can't wait till we go back to normal can't wait till we and that's the most hardcore of hardcore of hardcore people sure. who are in there so and i agree with you though a new audience and that's not what they're going for just hardcore i do think the way they even showcased this which we'll get into the other stuff in a second was here's something for you here's something for them something that resident yeah. evil's never done right resident evil i'm still waiting for them to give me something i'm still waiting so that's kind of what I was going to say. Like, I think I'm, I'm that new Resident Evil fan and you're yeah. that old Resident Evil fan. I'm that old Assassin's Creed fan and, and Emma is... One. Well, and, and you are, but yeah. Emma is as well. So that's what we were talking about last night. Like, she likes that an enemy has a number above its head denoting its level so she knows yeah. if she can beat this guy or not. And like that to me is disgusting. And so like, it's so not what I want, but they're, they're, they're catering to a couple of different audiences at this point. Maybe, hopefully. See, that stuff, I'd, I wouldn't be surprised if that stuff stays. I don't think so. You think it's gone? In this yeah, because I think if that stuff's there, then fundamentally it just can't... Yeah, it can't okay. be what it was. Yeah. Uh, which, if they can find a middle ground, that's cool. It's just every time they try and find a middle ground, uh, which like Valhalla had, like you can have insta-kills and stuff like yeah. that. It just doesn't feel right. No. Um, right. So it's possible. I don't see it working out if they do it, though. Hmm. Well, the question is, does this save Assassin's Creed for for the old school fan? If this is done right, or are they just going to get annoyed when the newer games do come out and everyone they're like, well, we got one of what we wanted. Now we're back to this new Assassin's Creed that we don't care about. I don't know. How do you feel with uh, Resident Evil? <laughs> what? How would you mean? <laughs> you got Resident Evil Two remake, and then for you, it's been downhill since. Um, it hurts. If I'm honest with that's you, that's how that's how Assassin's Creed fans will be. Yeah, yeah, I, I can see that because I can see it being the case of you're going to get what you want, but it's it's still a little bit different because Resident Evil is a remake. This isn't a remake. Yeah, this, this is a fresh game. We I haven't got a fresh Resident Evil game that's third person with characters that I care about. Like, I'm getting True. remakes. That was your favorite game. That's better. Of all time. <laughs> of all time. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that's better than getting a new game in the third person style. It is, but you want that story to continue, right? But you want it to continue in the way yeah. that you enjoy it. And I think yeah. that's what, at least but, that's what Assassin's Creed fans, if this goes the way we I, think it's going to go, at least that is what you're getting. You're getting a brand new spanking story, which technically I kind of got with Resident Evil. It is technically yeah. a new story. It really rectifies stuff. I got it with Resident Evil 3 as well. I just didn't love Resident Evil 3. I, I get it. I get what you're saying. Yeah. I don't know. For me, it's not necessarily like... The story stuff is definitely a part of it, and I do think that they've stepped away quite a bit away from what Assassin's Creed originally was. For me, I think I'd be somewhat fine with that. It's just the gameplay perspective and that feeling of like what the goal of the game is has changed drastically since Origin, um, where it is sort of this souls light kind of type of game with levels yeah. and very rpg heavy which is so far from what it was and i think if they can go back to that even if the story they don't necessarily fully nail i'd be fine with it uh, but it looks like the story is what they will nail and we'll see about the gameplay yeah yeah i think i think baghdad is a really interesting place to set this and, and like you say having a character that you kind of already kind of know uh previous to that then is super interesting but yeah i think i think i think they've gone too far right like ubisoft's whole thing is we're going to give you as much to do as possible whether or not you want to do all that is up to you but we're going to give you 35 outposts and a map that's insanely huge and da -da 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 -da. Which, I, I don't ever see them coming back from that this is just a city they, they said that during the uh, the show it's just yeah. a city it's not map with 35 outposts we are in this is like Assassin's Creed two, uh, 2 territory where you only got a Rome or whatever it was for I forget which one Rome was in. Um, but yeah, well, so I, I think too, you went from city to city, didn't you? 
Yeah, and then you like Brotherhood years. was you were in Rome. Yeah. Um, I, I'll see it when I believe it. Like, I don't believe it. Yeah. See, no, I, I mean... Because I, could, I see this being the offshoot. I know it's not, they're not going to call it that, but I see this being the offshoot game now. This is the... Yeah. And I, if this is successful, this is what they're going to do, which is, again, one for you, one for everybody else that loves these big, gigantic, open-world RPG games. Yeah, I th- I think they've realized something that we've talked about with um, Resident Evil and other games as well of where these games exist and there's a fun element to the game, but you can put them into different settings and scenarios and they really, really work out. Yeah. Um, and that seems like they finally got in that and they're like, people really like the Assassin's Creed idea and we can put it in movies and we can put it in different types of games and it'll work. And that's why there's an Assassin's Creed showcase. Assassin's Creed Infinity is a thing. They're going to build stuff around it. And I think that the idea of that, if they pull it off, is really cool where everybody gets something they enjoy at the end of the day. I totally agree with you. If that is what they're doing and that this mirage is a harken back to Assassin's Creed 1 or 2, and there's something else that is in line with Odyssey and Valhalla. Which there is. They fucked I, I, it. If if Codename Red is that, if Codename Red is in line with Odyssey and Valhalla, then they've done it the wrong way around. Because I disagree. Those I disagree hardcore entirely. fans that want to go back want Japan. They're the yeah. people who want Japan. But I, though, but they've already brought in a new audience now that enjoy yeah. these type of games and. At the end of the day, I agree, I understand what you're trying to. I get where you're where you're coming at this from, but it's the same thing with Resident Evil, right? You enjoy the new Resident Evil games, cool. It's this, but they brought I, in a new audience at this point. They have to keep doing something for that, and Japan is that. But you're, also, still gonna, and you're still going to play this game that you don't like in air quotes because you've waited this long for Japan. I understand. I, it's a good business move, but it's a bad I, right. It's like this. It's like this. If Resident Evil 9 came out and the protagonist was Leon, but it was a first person shooter, that's what it would be like. No, I, I disagree it's, because it's what that no, hardcore old school fan base one. This it's incorrect. <laughs> it's incorrect because new it'd be assuming that the newer fans wouldn't want a game based in Japan. And I don't think that's fair to newer fans. I understand that older fans have been waiting for it for such a long time. And that's true. But it's also not to say that they don't find a middle ground with this game. Because this is the perfect setting. You're playing uh, a assassin in Japan to like add more of the stealth elements in. And it fit in a game like this. Where you, are, you do have that more stereotypical assassin and it work in this. I think it's too early to say that they fucked it. Like maybe they did. Yeah, we'll see oh, in like really. two or three years time whenever we see the game. Um, but for now, I think for me, things are looking better for Assassin's Creed than they have for a very long time. If they yeah. put it off. I, if I they totally pull it agree off. With that statement. I totally agree with that statement. It's, um, it's an interesting one, guys. It really is because after that, we got uh, the Assassin's Creed Mirage last chapter. Uh, so it's ending on the Valhalla stuff, which has been a really long journey, to be fair, to, to Valhalla. It's had a lot of DLC yeah. added to it. Uh, then we got a mobile game, which was code Assassin's Creed Codename Jade, uh, which is I, set in China and is a mobile game. Go on. That was hilarious. When when that kicked off and you all thought it was yeah, Japan and it was the mobile fuming. game, that we're was fuming. so good. If you're not on the YouTube channel, guys, you've got to go watch the reaction on the YouTube channel just for that bit. It's fucking brilliant. <laughs> I really- uh, and then we got Assassin's Creed Netflix series. They announced that they're also working on a, a exclusive Netflix game for their gaming uh, portfolio as well, which is like, okay, cool. Then we got Assassin's Creed Codename Red, which again, if you hadn't heard what we just said, uh, is the Assassin's Creed uh, Japan game that we've all been waiting for. It was only about a 30 second tease, but it was enough to get us all very excited. Um, as Yeah, I, I think we've been waiting... <laughs> Years upon years upon years. I know these 15, 15 years. years. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, it's like, I don't know if it's been that long, but yes, it's been a really long time and I'm I'm super excited for it personally. And and I hope I'm right in it's gonna be in the style of game that I want as well. 
Shame on you. No, no, I, I think you're right. I, I, look, they've had long enough to think about this and, and hopefully they put together a really fantastic story and game from it. They have made life slightly difficult for themselves in that they've waited so long that Ghost of Tsushima has come out and kind of, for a lot of people, done what they've been waiting for, right? Nope. And so Nope. I did I did it for this Ghost of Tsushima. I, I thought it was a ve- but, I thought it was a very good game, but it wasn't what I wanted. But Ghost is more in line with your typical Assassin's Creed game, more so than Odyssey and Origin and stuff like yep. that. This isn't gonna be that. I hundred percent, but that's yeah, not what Matt yeah. said. That's yeah, not yeah, what Matt no, said. No, yeah, yeah, you're right. I know what Sam. Yeah, I think it's I think we're getting the what I I'm I'm gonna be honest, I think I'm getting exactly what I want. <laughs> from this and um i'm 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 very excited i mean we're gonna be waiting a while until this comes out though what at the earliest 2024 i think it probably slips to five yeah Yeah. um i think the biggest news with that game is the fact the odyssey team is working on it Mm -hmm. and the odyssey team was so revolutionary after origin um where they added a lot of new elements that we even see today with like the uh the hunting system where people chase you and stuff like that yep. uh so to see what they do like if there was ever to be sort of this middle ground found um between the older games and the odd uh the origins and odysseys and stuff like that i think this is the team to do it because i think they would have had enough time by now to sort of create their own sort of middle ground with it if that's what they're going to go for either way i i think um I'm excited that that's the team that's working on it as well. Can't wait. Honestly, can't wait. I, uh, <laughs> we got we then got another Assassin's Creed project announced, Assassin's Creed codename Hex. They didn't Hex say eight. anything about it. It looks like it's uh, going to be like very witchcrafty. Um, well, something they did repeat over and over again is they said this is a very different type of Assassin's Creed experience. And so... I'm hoping I mean, for a walking sim. I, I horror. Well, it's yeah, horrifying. it can still be a, a horror. Well, I'm talking about like I would imagine we get an Assassin's Creed hex, yeah, but it's very much in line with um, your Until Dawn's, your you, stuff like that. I think that would be dope. Uh, you know how people get sick in the Animus sometimes when they use it too much. Yeah, I think what the game is going to be is going to be a Blair Witch style where you play as somebody who's used the animus too much and they're starting to mix the fake reality with real reality. And there's going to be some spooky stuff in that sort of middle ground, which I think would be really cool if done, if pulled off correctly. That's the yeah, problem that's interesting. Is yeah, you're taking something that is a well-known um, commodity uh, franchise that people love and care and are very, 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 very passionate about, and you're going to do something completely different. I do think it's the right move for Assassin's Creed, though. And I yeah. do think it's the right move for, for Ubisoft to leverage... I've never understood why we've said it with Gears, I think. And Gears, I know we got tactics, but like, there's other stuff you can do with these franchises. It doesn't have to stay the thing yeah. that it is, you know? And I think if this is... If this, if this is whether it's Crush's idea, my idea, or somebody else's idea, which, of course, it's someone else's idea. We didn't make it. <laughs> um... I think as long as they can try and, and pull it off, it, it can it can be interesting. Yeah, I, I hopefully like if they do pull it off as well, it is sort of a sign to some other studios like, hey, we have these IPs that are like really beloved. Um and they like the idea and the world that they're set in. So like let's sort of expand that, right? Um, because you mentioned Gears of War. Like I think you could have a horror slash stealth yes. game in Gears of War and it would work out really, really well. So hopefully this is different enough and it's successful enough and it works that some other studios are like, hey, we have games with cool possibilities. Let's sort of start exploring some of those. Uh, Crash already spoke about Assassin's Creed Infinity. In- Jesus Christ, words. Infinity. Um, I'm not going to lie. Anything Unity, Infinity scares me. I know Unity just burnt me so badly that I'm like, mm-hmm. no, 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 no. Um, and then last but not least, guys, is the Assassin's Creed multiplayer game. Um, they didn't say anything else about it. I didn't even, re- I didn't realize until you've put it down like this that it was a separate game. I didn't know if it was just something they were adding to some of the I, I think it's part of Infinity, um, but they didn't really like super clear that up too much, so I put it as a separate thing. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah, I think that would be, I think that's going to be a very cool way to A, add multiplayer, which a lot of people did really like the multiplayer, but also B, possibly revisit co-op in a better uh, sort of setting than what Unity was, because Unity had a whole bunch of problems with it. Um, that sort of giving people these sort of smaller co-op experiences throughout multiple different types of games uh, could be a very cool thing if they go down that route. Matt? Yeah. Wes, that's topic of the show. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll tell you what. Honestly, I'll get through. The, the, we won't do what's in our box this week, even though I did play loads of games. So I'm very upset. But we'll quickly run through uh, this week's dashboards, which is the Disney and Marvel showcase. Um, we had Tron. Uh, it's been announced, a brand new game by Mike Biffle Studio. Uh, Midnight Suns had another re-showing. Um, feel free to pipe in here, boys, anytime that you like. Nothing to say. Nothing. <laughs> uh, I, I get less excited every time I see that game, and that's very <laughs> upsetting for me. We had a bunch of mobile titles that was announced. We had the Lego Star Wars, the Star Wars Saga Galactic Edition, which was adding brand new characters um, and things as such. We had a, what? How do I say this? Gar- Gargoyles. Gargoyles remastered was announced uh another mobile game we had speedstorm the kart racer which that could be interesting of all the stuff that was here that could be one of the very few games that were showed at this showcase that was somewhat interesting to be yeah. honest with you um yeah i agree I, I i you know it's such a no-brainer for disney at this point to just go oh let's rip off that game and put all the disney characters in it it's exactly what dreamlight valley is that we're going to chat about in a second like it's animal crossing Meet Stardew Valley with fucking Mickey Mouse. That's fucking great. So with good. no VO, though, from what we know well, from the trailer. Uh, and- there, what I would say is there are tiny little VO lines that I okay. think are just ripped straight out of stuff that people have done. Like, I don't know. Like, Maui has quite a lot of VO, um, but I don't think it's The Rock. Interesting. Either that or it's ripped straight out of the movie, but it doesn't seem like contextually that that would be possible, so I don't know. Huh. Okay, um, but it's really yeah, I'm good. gonna I'm gonna let you all know. I'm going to make Haley play Disney Dreamlight Valley. Me and Haley will do a special episode reviewing Disney Dreamlight Valley. I feel like we make Haley gets so much credit on this podcast that I feel like we should make her play Disney Dream. She's a huge Animal Crossing fan, number one, and number two. Why the hell not? It's out. It's on Game Pass. She can play it. And when she when she feels confident enough that she played enough of it, we bring her on the podcast for our very special segment of Disney Dreamlight Valley review. What do you reckon? Let's do it. By the uh, time spo- she starts earning a paycheck around here, you know, how much just you know for sure. So spoiler review, uh, spoiler alert. Sorry, the review will be very positive because it's really fucking good. It's really oh, good. Oh, okay. Maybe I will I'll play, play it as well then. Maybe we all play it. it and we do like a, a, a yeah. Okay, maybe at this point, Is it's it a game of the year contender. Get your shit on it. Is it co-op? No. Okay. There's no way it's a game of the year contender. It's a top 10. Okay, that's not a game of the year contender. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, let's, not, let's not do that. Uh, after that, we had the Avatar mobile game. Nobody cares. And the big thing that got announced here that was already kind of leaked uh, is the Captain America and Black Panther game. What was that crash story? That didn't come through on mic crash. What? I'm sure it was fantastic, but it didn't come through on mic. I uh, just booed. Oh. <laughs> okay. um, did did anybody else just think that this looked like the Indiana Indiana Jones uh, teaser that they did, where they just panned across the top of a desk and had a lot of cool stuff on it, and they just did that exact same thing? It was very similar. Um, <laughs> I have to say, the Disney game showcase, though, like Matt was alluding to earlier. Um, Blessing did a fantastic job hosting, number one. Yep. Um, I don't think that it... I thought it was paced very well. They got through the mm-hmm. mobile games as quickly as they could and showed them off in a decent light. Um, but ultimately, this was a big L showcase for me. Um, the only thing they had that was interesting was the Black Panther and Captain America game. And even still, the, the, the teaser for it was so ambiguous and small that it didn't get me hyped in any way shape or form more infos come out on that game not a whole lot but there's four characters yeah and that worries me 
Yeah, that worries yeah. me so much because that's four different types of gameplay that you now have to nail. Not necessarily. Like, do you remember back in the day when they announced the new Tomb Raider game? And I, I got really excited for a new Tomb Raider game. And then it turned out to be a twin stick shooter where you it's not going to be that Lara Croft. It's not going to be that. I'm not saying it's going to be like that. Okay. What I'm okay. saying is it's giving me those vibes. Like, wow. why do you're giving me Black Panther, Captain America, uh, some woman from the Dormelage, I think is how you say it, and some random World War II soldier dude. I don't want to play as either of those two. How is I that going to be fun? Yeah, you I do. have got me even less excited for this game thinking about it. It could be like a Tomb Raider, Lara Croft, twin stick. It won't be a twin stick, but I get what you're saying now in terms of like, I think it's, it's a, one of these some... weird top down for but, four person, but it it's could not, be uh, no co op. Oh. They said no co op. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, it's single player. Oh, well, now I'm back in. Yeah, so give it me, will be GTA no, 5. The Tomb Raider like, twin stick <laughs> games are a co op, though, are they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. so. Yeah, 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 they are. Um, I don't know. I'm not. I talked about it a little bit yesterday, but I don't care for a Captain America game um i'm sure it could be fun i'm sure they could pull it off if they do cool i'm in then um but this like this just doesn't nothing about this just excites me at all to be honest hmm. yeah it's a shame it's a, it's I, i'm a, a shame. you know i'm biased on this kind of stuff but i am excited i think the idea of a world war ii paris black panther captain america setting is really interesting and i'm in I'm so over Marvel, I think. I mean, in a year's time, I'll be saying the same about this as I was Midnight Suns, where I was like, I'm so fucking excited, and then they keep showing me the game, and I'm like, I'm less excited. Uh, I'm yeah. not even excited it's... anymore. And... <laughs> 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 melted, melted. Um, guys, we're, we're talking about Marvel. What's the next show I need to watch? Because I've watched Moon Knight now, so. Don't watch anything uh, other than Moon Knight, so I have Ms. no Marvel. clue. Miss Marvel's great. Is it? Uh, I watched the first two episodes of miss marvel it was solid okay great great is a strong word miss marvel's good okay no. she hulk also fine no she all good she all good i whatever um we're not going to talk about it this week because we got we got to get out of there people have got things they got to do unfortunately but don't think we've forgotten about the jim ryan news and talking about call of duty that will be topic of the show next week um I've got plenty of opinions. I'm sure you guys can imagine my hot takes that are coming. Uh, so be ready for next week's show. Uh, until next time, let's plug, 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 and get ourselves out of here. Crash, what you got to plug this week, boo? Uh, my Xbox and my YouTube page, we're going to be also keep an eye on the Discord. We're going to be putting up the straw poll there to decide where we're going to be streaming uh, my Xbox and me content from the future. Uh, and if you don't answer it, uh, I want everybody who answers it to let me know. And then if you don't answer it and you complain, Fix will ban you. I won't. We don't have a big enough audience. Matt, what are you going to plug this week? Ah, <laughs> uh, just you know, follow me on Twitter if you want to see what I was up to at Gamescom. Uh, okay. I played Lies of P. It was really, really fucking good. And if I could give a demo my game of the year, I probably would. Thank God you can't. Um, you can follow me everywhere at MC Fixer. Uh, follow the podcast at My Xbox and Me. Make sure you hit the subscribe button if you're watching on YouTube. Drop a like as well, man. Jesus, help us out. We'd appreciate it. Until next time, we will love you, leave you, and see you all laters. I bid you a good day. <laughs>